This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary roughness. Unnecessary roughness. I think this, that somewhere within the first five to ten plays of the game, the other team's quarterback must go down. And he must go down hard. It's unnecessary roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Big hole. First down. End zone. Touchdown. Touchdown Raiders. Would you believe it? This is unnecessary roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q. And here we go, Raider Nation. Unnecessary roughness in your ear hole for the next two hours. Demon Cotton behind the wheels of steel. Your boy, Q. Why do you always laugh when I say that? No, but like five seconds before, let peel, peel back the turn a little bit. He was like, oh, my God. I was like, what, what happened? <laughs> well, I mean, it's showtime now. It's it's go time. You, you know? scared me. No, no, I just I didn't. I, there was a piece of paper I was looking for, and I didn't have it. And then I realized it's because it was sitting over here underneath my other piece of paper. But I'm good. I'm good. I'm here. We're rocking and rolling. We're live. It's all good, baby. And it's a Thursday, right? Thursday, November 4th, 2021. Raider Nation Radio, just coming off the heels of JT the Brick, did a fantastic job as always. Of course, the morning tailgate was in your ear hole from 7 a.m. to 10 10 a.m. this morning. Clay Baker and Heidi Fang. Speaking of Clay, if you're looking for Thursday night football action, can't believe it's already week nine of the NFL season. I feel like I say this every week, that it's another week. It's already week nine, flying through the NFL season. He will be at Chickies and Pete's tonight inside the Sahara, Las Vegas. It's a great location. I went out there and hung out with them a couple times just to check it out, just to check out the scene. Really a great place to go and watch some uh, some football action. So uh, as the games get underway tonight, Thursday night football, I know it's not the sexiest matchup on uh, on the docket for the schedule for the season. The Colts and uh, and the Jets, but the Jets coming off a big win. The Colts they need to win, so maybe it will be a fun game. But Mike White, Mike White, there you go. He's the, he's the guy. Everyone's excited about him, right? I mean, you're always excited about that guy until he's not that guy. So right now, Mike White's the guy for the Jets. So, uh, yeah, if you want to go check out that game, that Thursday night football action, of course, go check out my guy, Clay Baker, from the morning tailgate. He'll be doing his thing at Chickies and Pete's tonight at the Sahara Las Vegas, and he's locked and loaded. I gave him a bunch of prizes to give out, too, so uh, make sure he hooks you up. He's got all kind of prizes for you, including UNLV tickets. So there you go. Look, DeMond's eyes just got all... Hold on, we talking football or basketball? Because you know basketball is right around the corner. It is right around the corner. We'll have that too. We'll have basketball. We're still talking football, but we we'll have basketball tickets for you too. Are you excited about that? You ready to go? Oh, I'm I'm so excited. All right. Well, good. Good to know that. Well, that's 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 what's up. But that'll be later on. Right now, here at the present, man, we got a lot for you coming up on today's show at two thirty. Cassie Soto. She was supposed to join us yesterday, but because of media sessions getting pushed back there at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. Uh, we weren't able to catch up with her, so that's all right. 2.30 today, we'll catch up with her and uh, see what the vibe is over at uh, Raiders practice as they're now uh, through two days of practice following everything that's been going on this week as they start to try to turn the corner and focus their attention on the New York football giants because that's, that's the next team up on the schedule. And regardless what's going on in, in, off the field, the schedule's not going to stop. The only time the schedule stops is when the season's over. You know, they already had their bye week, so now it's it's full throttle the rest of the way. So they've got to find a way to to turn the corner and get ready for this game on Sunday against the Giants that are looking like they're in a kind of in a world of hurting, too, for other reasons. COVID-19 being the main reason. They've had a bunch of false positives going on there, and they're trying to figure out what's a real positive and what's not. And uh, they called off all their all their real meetings today and everything. They did a lot of stuff outside that Joe Judge, their their head coach, he actually met with the the media outside the facility. I mean, 
there's a lot of weird going on right now with the New York football Giants. So uh, we'll, we'll have to get updated on that today, and we will. Pat Leonard from New York Daily News, he covers the G-Man like a glove. He was on with us last week. We were talking about Mark Davis at the owners' meetings. Well, now that the Giants are up on the schedule, we'll get an in-depth kind of uh, look at the G-Man to see what they got going on, COVID-19 related and just football team related. We'll get that at 3 o'clock with Pat Leonard from the New York Daily News. And then at 3.30, Trey Wingo. Trey Wingo, the last time he was on with us, it was I was in Canton, Ohio. We were there, and uh, we were ready for Tom Flores and Charles Woodson to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. And he was just a guy that was pushing his podcast. You know, he's not with the ESPN anymore. So he, but he's always he's always around the scene. He's always doing a lot of a lot of good things. And of course, football. I mean, he covers football like a glove. Right after, and I don't know if this is because of us or not. No, it wasn't because of us. But right after. We talked to him when he was in Canton, Ohio. He all of a sudden got this opportunity to be the chief trends officer and brand ambassador for Caesars Sportsbook. Now, say that twice. That's a hell of a title. And I'm going to ask him straight up, Damon, because I don't know. I don't even know what that title means. But I know that if I had that title behind my name, oh, I'd be good. You couldn't tell me nothing. I don't know what it means. Like I said, I don't know. But if they said, hey, welcome in your boy Q, chief trends officer and brand ambassador for Caesar Sportsbook, I'd be like, that's right. That's right, dog. A big name. Whatever. <laughs> no, that's, hey. hey, man. That ain't going to fit on your average business card. You know what I mean? Like, Just pointing and waving at people. Hey, whatever. Here's what, here's what I think might happen, guys. But I'm no, I'm no expert. I'm just a big name. I, hey, whatever the case may be, They're I'm not too sure. I am not too sure, but that's a hell of a title. And I know Trey covers, like I said, the NFL like a glove. He does a great job at that. He's done it for many years, including the draft. I mean, he's fantastic with the draft. Uh, he's going to join us at 3.30, and he's going to talk about Derek Carr. We'll talk all things Raiders. We'll talk all things football with him in general. But... He's also going to talk to us about Derek Carr because from a distance, and I've been noticing on Twitter, and, and, and I've, I follow Trey, and as many people do, uh, from a distance, he's been commenting a lot on Derek Carr and his leadership skills that he's shown and just the kind of person he is that's been shown multiple times this year as the Raiders have dealt with so many off-the-field issues. And really, I, I, I started to talk about this yesterday on the show that this is the this clearly to me feels like the right guy for the job. I mean, I know that there could be another quarterback that someone might say, you know what, I'd rather this be the, the Raiders quarterback. I think for what's going on right now, for the present, I don't think there's a better guy in the league for this than Derek Carr. Just everything that he's been saying, every, the way that he's just kind of leading the, the, the young players and the veterans, him and Rich Bisaccia, man, I, I don't know if there could be a better one-two punch for the, for the task at hand than those two guys. I mean, I've got to give them a lot of credit. And I know we've talked, and I've brought it up myself, talked about what the Raiders are going to do as far as the coaching position goes after uh, you know, after the season's over. I don't know what they're going to do. Not really worried about what they're going to do. I'll tell you right now, the guy that they have in that position as the interim head coach, Rich Basaccia, is doing one hell of a job. He is doing a fantastic job. You want to talk about crisis management at its best. This guy's been wanting to be a head coach for a very long time. He gets the opportunity to be an interim head coach, and he's got to deal with all this. And I'm not saying that like, oh, woe is him. And he's not going to say that either. You, you won't hear him say that. But, man, just one thing after the other just keeps hitting them. And, and, and him and Derek Carr, they've been able to lead the charge and really do a, a good job with that. So got to give him a lot of credit. But Trey Wingo will join us at 3.30 and just talk about Derek Carr. And he also told me that when Derek Carr went through the draft process and Trey was still working for ESPN, that he has a really good story about Derek Carr at the campus there at ESPN 
when he was going through the draft process. So we'll make sure to get that story from Trey as well. So a uh, loaded show as far as guests go. Cassie Soto at 2.30, Pat Leonard from New York Daily News at 3 o'clock, and Trey Wingo will close us out at 3.30. Uh, also, want to hear from you, Raider Nation, throughout the course of the show, 702-365-9200. That's the Raider Nation listener line. Also, got the Sam and Ash text line, always wide open like some old school TV antennas, 69187, keyword R-N-R. And, you know, as I sit back and I think, and I do this every single day, what could be a good topic to bring to the show? I like to bring a, a topic. I like to ask a question just to get the ball rolling. Of course, you could always chime in on anything you want to say. It's fine. It's not exclusive to what I'm asking. But I always try to think of a good topic that we could all discuss that will get a variety of different answers. And so the one I came up with today is, and I know it's only seven games and eight weeks into the season, so I realize there's still a long way in this story. There's a long way to go still in this movie that is the Raiders 2021 season. But... If you could give this Raiders season a 30 for 30 type title, what would it be? And I I use 30 for 30 because those are some of my favorite shows. I love the 30 for 30s. I think the way that they do those 30 for 30s, they're excellent. And I think Adam Hill from the Las Vegas Review Journal covers the Raiders like a glove as well. A lot of times you'll hear him on our sister station ESPN Las Vegas. I think he put out a tweet. I think that's where I saw the whole 30 for 30. I think he said something about what's going to be the title of this 30 for 30 or how's this 30 for 30 going to end? It's something he said in a tweet that had 30 for 30 in it. And just all of a sudden the light bulb just went pink. There it is. And that's what made me think of it. So I want to throw that out there. And also I want to shout out to Adam Hill because I think that's where I got that from. If not, well, then he's just getting credit for something that he didn't do. I'm I'm sure sure he won't care. Yeah, he'll take that too. So, Raider Nation, I ask you, if you can give this Raider season a 30 for 30 type title, what would it be? And, of course, we want the explanation behind it. 702-365-9200, Salmon Ash text line 69187, keyword R&R. I did want to do a little housekeeping real quick before we hit the phone lines. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, I know a lot of people in Raider Nation are, are interested in him. Is he going to clear waivers? He did clear waivers, so now he's a free agent. He's free to sign with any team across the league. I told DeMond before the show, this is just a gut feeling. This is coming from nobody but me. And I always tell you that sometimes it's a gut feeling, sometimes it's gas. I just think that Deshaun Jackson, I feel like, is going to be a member of the Silver and Black. That, but that's just, my, that's just my gut feeling. I'm just throwing it out there because I kind of feel like it's been trending that way. Let's just see how Sunday goes. Right. And then also we got to wait for the bigger fish. Do, do we? The bigger fish. Do we? OBJ, come on! See, and I, and, and, and I got a I got a group chat going in the and so one, really? one of my friends okay. they changed the group chat to OBJ fan club and I was like hey hey I'm not on the train that much really but <laughs> they're that interested in OBJ yes. see I I don't know if that's a good fit in the locker room I explained that yesterday I don't know if that's a good fit in the locker room and I think Deshaun Jackson is a West Coast dude I know he's a West Coast dude so I think that he much rather be here obviously it didn't work out in L A with the Rams. So I would think that, okay, where, where else is he going to go? Does he want to go to San Francisco with that quarterback question? Probably not. So I'm thinking that, and that's why I'm thinking that he's going to end up with the Raiders. But that's, again, that's just my gut feeling. That's coming from nowhere. I'm not hearing anything. Nobody said anything to me. None of that. Let's not get it twisted. Don't go tweet out. Q just said that Deshaun Jackson's coming. No, all I said is my gut feeling, which sometimes is gas, makes me feel like he's going to come here. But again, like you said, let's see what happens on Sunday. Some more housekeeping as far as the Raiders roster goes. The Raiders did uh, elevate a wide receiver onto their active roster. Dylan Stoner 
They elevate him from the practice squad. He's now a member of the Silver and Black active roster, the 53-man roster. He's a young man that comes from Oklahoma State, so I saw him a lot in the Big 12. Saw him during the preseason. He got a lot of burn out there with Nate Peterman. He's a guy that I think has got some ability. I think he's good. I don't think he's great, and I know he's young. So I don't know how, how, how seasoned he is and how ready he is to take a role. I will say this. I'm excited about what Zay Jones is going to get the opportunity. That's what I'm excited about, to be 100% honest with you. I think that, and you know, this is funny how things happen sometimes. Zay Jones has been there grinding. Zay Jones has been there working. Zay Jones has been there making sure he's in shape. Zay Jones has been learning every position out there. And knowing Zay Jones only had, you know, four or five snaps a game he was going to get. And, oh, by the way, he was going to do special teams as well. And a lot of people would say, oh, man, I'm not getting the burn. Coach ain't going to put me in. I'm not going to ever play. I'm sitting behind this guy who's a first-round pick. I'm not going to ever get in the game. And they might not attack their craft the way that Zay Jones has. And I'm not, I'm not somebody that's ever come in here and said, oh, my gosh, you got to get Zay Jones the ball. I've never pounded the table to say give Zay Jones the ball. I know he's always available, though. I'll tell you that. The dude is always available. And we, what do we say about availability? Your best ability is availability. He is always available. He always knows what he's supposed to be doing. And every coach to a T and Derek Carr has said he is in the best shape out of anyone on that squad. And I've seen him up close. I saw him at the Darren Waller uh, charity event that he did when Darren Waller had that uh, that camp for kids uh, before the season started. And he was out there helping out with Darren. And this dude let all these kids take off about 10, 15 yards ahead of him before he started running. And I'm telling you, man, he just... It's like he glided. I, I was like, is his foot even hitting the ground? Because all of a sudden he caught them so quick. It was like, whoom. Were they just having foot races or was he pretending to be the DB? What was no, it? they were just they just were racing. Just racing? But okay. they took off, right? And he they got like a 15-yard lead on him. And I, and I thought, well, he, he'll probably get close to him. No, nah, he got close and passed him and got to the end zone. I thought, <laughs> How many races did he do? I think he only did one. Oh, okay. I think that's I, all he had to do. Because if I, if I would have been like the third kid, I'd be like, yo, I got him. He looked tired now. Right, right. Let him get let him get warmed <laughs> up first, and then and then I'll try to wear him out. But I'm excited about that. I really am. And I think this is a great week to see what he can do in a in a in a more expanded role. Going up against the Giants, who do have a good secondary. They do have a good defense. Their their team, in, in my opinion, a little suspect. A little suspect. They they competed against the Chiefs the other night, but they they you, let me down. Well, I think they let everybody down because you could tell that they have some ability. You could see that they they have some skills. It actually reminded me of a Raider team maybe two or three years ago, where you saw that they were they have good players, but they couldn't finish games. They they make stupid mistakes that will that will, that will shoot them in the foot, like being offsides when you get an interception. You know what I mean? Like you can't do that. Getting the first down and then pointing forward. Come on, guys. Cut it out. Right. I mean, yeah. The guy has, like, <laughs> one first down in his career, and he gets a taunting penalty after that. You know what I mean? Like, you, you can't do that. Players, stop having fun, all right? I mean, you already You're know. You're ruining your team. The thing is, I think Fourth that the, quarter? He's got to be smarter. I think Don't the taunting, taunting is stupid. Like, the taunting penalty is dumb. It really is. Because you're talking about a bunch of youngsters that are having fun playing a game, right? That's what they're doing. So the taunting thing is stupid. But if you know that they're going to call it, just don't just don't fall for the banana in the tailpipe. You're killing your team, like you mentioned. And this dude is, he, I think he had like one first down in his whole career. Undisciplined. Very. Very. <laughs> Kansas City didn't want to win the game, and the Giants were like, no, no, we don't want to do that either. Too much. There'll be too much attention. One of those like Buffalo Wild Wings commercials, they wanted that game to go on all night. Like, <laughs> 
Can we get a call here? Can we get a call here? <laughs> call it Taunton. Call it Taunton. Bring it back. Bring it back. Right. I love it. I love it. So uh, yeah. So that's that's the that's the um, the roster updates. Javen White. He cleared waivers. He's on the practice squad. He was there <laughs> practicing. So he's back. I know a lot of folks here locally are very excited about that. I'm excited about that. I like Javen White a lot. I just know that right now, this is not the, probably the year for him. I mean, it probably isn't. Now that they have Perryman, now that Corey Littleton's playing at a high level, they have KJ Wright. You know, I mean, they just, it's not really a place for him to be out there active all the time, but he could still develop. And it's and to have a have a spot on the roster, do like Zay Jones. Let Zay Jones be your example. Bust your ass off and be ready. And I just told that to my son this morning, my son's team, Western Oregon. Shout out to Western Oregon. He's got an exhibition basketball game tonight, right? And he called me the other day and said, Dad, I'm frustrated, man. I, I, you know, I'm not playing enough. I said, son, you're a freshman. Mm. You just got there. Mm. You're, not, no, you're not the hot shot in high school anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not the dude in high school no more. You're in college. Just have your, just when your number's called, be ready. All right, I will be. I will be. Because he's used to being the star. You know, he's used to being the dude. And that's humbling. That's a humbling experience. That's why it's not for everybody. So I knew he had a game today. So before I went on the air, I was like, hey, dude. Good luck in your game tonight. Just have your ha, ha, have have everything about yourself ready when your numbers call. Don't allow them. And the perfect example for this, and I'm really going left field now, and that's fine. I do that sometimes. Nina Davis. Some people probably won't even know who the hell that is. That's a a, a former Baylor women's basketball player. Okay. Undersized, has no business playing down in the paint. Had no business doing that. But she was scrappy. She was always prepared. And as a freshman, she got an opportunity to get on the court. And she was so damn good, she forced Co- Coach Mulkey not to allow her to come off the court. Coach Mulkey said, I don't, she doesn't have no business being on the court. I just can't take her off. She's that valuable. She made it where she's that valuable. I can't take her off the court. That's what you have to do. And that's what I try to tell my son. Hey, look, dude, once you get on the court, don't, don't allow him to take you off. Show him that you're the dude. So the thing is, you're either going to do it or you're not. It's like me. Someone gave me a chance to be behind the mic. And I, I didn't allow him to let me take get out the studio. <laughs> back in the day, and JT could tell you this if you ever ask him, back in the day, dog, nobody in radio ever went on vacation. Because if you went on vacation, there was some young, hungry dude like me that was rating to fill in for you. Hey, Q, can you fill in this holiday weekend? Yep, I sure can. Because the minute I got in the studio, you weren't getting it back. Take a vacation. Go on, take two weeks. I had to do one time, and this is totally going left field now. I don't care. I had to do one time, because this could all go back to Zay Jones if you want to. I had to do one time, call me, third day into his vacation, he called me while I was on the air and said, hey, I'm going to need you to tone it down a little bit. And I said, what you mean? You're doing the show too good. I ain't going to have a job if you, uh, if you keep, it, keep it up like you're doing. They like it a little too much. Right. And I said, well, you better hustle on back then, bro. He did, he, did, he did get fired two months later. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> not that I'm laughing at him. I'm laughing with him. No, no. You it was a learning experience. It was a learning experience. No, I'm not laughing at him. It was, it was you a learning experience. You are taking food out of people's mouths. Hey, look, dog. This ain't, this ain't for everybody, man. The hungry man wins. You hungry, you're going to eat. The food's out there. Sometimes you just got to go hunt it. And you taking it right out of people's hands like a cartoon. They about to bite that burger. No, you're not. Hey. Study long. <laughs> study wrong. So I say all that to tell you, this man's a menace. Zage Jones has a huge opportunity because now he's got his moment and he's prepared. And he's ready. He might get on the field on Sunday and everyone come back on Monday and say, hell, you don't need to go sign nobody. That's why I said. Just wait till Sunday. Who knows? He exactly. might be on the show. It all comes back full circle. 
702-365-9200. Now that I've in turn made all kind of turns and twists around the mountaintop and everything and come back full circle back down here to Flamingo, who we got up next? ABA Ivan Davis. Oh, my guy in the 510. ABA Ivan Davis, what's on your mind this afternoon? Hey, how's it going, Q? Good, man. Blessed. Great show as always. Thank you. Um, for a 30 for 30 title, I was thinking of uh, just win. That's it. You know, the period, period, period. If you're doing proper English. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, just just win. I mean, that would, that would sum up everything that they're going through in a nutshell. Because that's basically all they will focus. That's all you can do in order to get past all the emotional stuff that they're going through this season. All the gut punches that they have to take. Right. Just win. I like it. Okay. Okay, and the other thing is... Uh, I saw a line, a guy had an idea of something that the Raiders could do uh, since Ruggs is not there. You know, his speed can't be replaced. Okay, but move Waller to the X, and Moreau takes Waller's spot at tight end. Just the threat of Waller would still create what Ruggs would create, and he would still open up the offense for uh, Foster Moreau and everybody else to do their thing. Because I guarantee you, the New York Giants, is if, if I was him and the coordinator, you know, the opportunity is the opportunity, okay? And hey, with no rugs, we're going to make them prove that they can go deep. We're going to take away everything short, just like they did with the Kansas City Chiefs, and make them prove that they can go deep. That's when you send them back. He's still going to have to take that shot. And I like Zay Jones. If you notice all the catches that Zay Jones made, they were tough catches. He went up for the 50-50 ball and won the vast majority of them. He just didn't get a lot of opportunities, so a lot of people don't know about him. But I pay attention to him because I love the underdog because that's the guy that's going to win you a game at the uh, when the game is the biggest. That's going to be the one that's going to win you the ball game. It won't be the star. It's going to be the guy that you wouldn't think would do it. You make, write it down. Zay Jones, if we make the playoffs, Zay Jones will win us a game. Okay. Nice. I like it. He already won one game. Remember the Baltimore Ravens? That game, the uh, first game of the season, Monday Night Football. He got that touchdown pass. Derek, or Derek Carr hit him. And Derek saw him, recognized it. Zay didn't even want to look at him because he didn't want to tip his hand that he was open. He was open before the snap. Zay Jones is always aware, man, and that's a good one. You know, he, he very well end up could be a guy that you look back and say, man, damn glad we had Zay Jones on the squad. Very well could be. 702-365-9200. Who's up next, Damon? Travell in Sacramento. Travell in Sacramento. What's on your mind? Welcome to the show. How's it going, Q, my guy? Chilling, man. Chilling. Sweet. First, I want to start off by giving a shout-out to my daughter. Uh, today's her birthday. She's turning six years old. Uh, yes. You no, know, Daddy Scorpio. loves you, baby. I'm, yes, little Scorpio, baby. Uh, Daddy loves her. We're going to do stuff today. Uh, I'm just getting off of work, so I'm on my way home to to go see my baby. Nice. I also want to give a birthday. Also want to give a birthday shout out to you, Q. I know uh, yesterday was your birthday, so I belated. it. Appreciate. It. Uh, I just want. I want to let you know that you, uh, Vinny, JT, you guys were a big part of my day as far as getting me through work. I have you guys in the headphones anytime I miss a show. I'm listening, and I just want everybody who hosts the show on Radio Nation Radio to let them know that I appreciate y'all, and y'all are a huge part of my day. And I wouldn't even know what to do without listening to you guys every day. I even listened to the Locked On podcast for a couple of years now. I, I followed you to Radio Nation Radio. Nice. So shout out to you guys, and, and happy happy birthday again, Q. Thank you. Now, for the Raiders, um, this, these next four games, the month of November, 
it's going to be it's going to determine how we do the rest of the year only because it's, it's almost time for that annual midseason collapse that everybody's waiting for that I don't think is going to happen and I'm hoping it's not going to happen but I'm just saying if we come out this month strong I don't think we're losing much and we're getting into the postseason and as far as the 30 30 30 for 30 goes I don't know a good title I just know if we are able to get to the promised land and win it all It'd be one hell of a 30, 30, 30 for 30. <laughs> and I will tune in. I, I'd have it saved on the DVR, and I'd probably watch it a couple times. Because this season has been it's, been, it's been a rough one. It's been a real, real rough one emotionally, uh, spiritually, uh, just mentally for the fans and the players and everybody that's been involved with anything that's been going on around the Raiders organization. Uh, honestly, that's, that's all I got to say. Uh, I don't want to take up too much of you guys' time, but thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for tuning into the station. And uh, you have a great, great evening and afternoon with your daughter, man. Uh, em- embrace that. Enjoy that. Hold on to that tight because you just you just don't know, man. Uh, at, at some point, uh, I mentioned my son earlier is at Western Oregon. You know, uh, holidays are coming around. I was like, hey, son, you want to come to Vegas and hang out with your dad for uh, for holidays? And he's like, nah, nah, I'm going to go back. Uh, I'm going to go back to Fresno and hang out with a couple of my friends. I was like, all right. Well, you know, and that's what happens. They get old so quick that they don't want to hang out with Pops anymore. So while they still enjoy you and look at you like a superhero, man, embrace that. So uh, that's great stuff right there. I do I do appreciate you calling it, and I know you'll have a great day this afternoon in Sacramento with your daughter. So uh, continue to do what you do. Appreciate you as always. 2.25 is the time when we come back. Cassie Soto from the Las Vegas Review-Journal. She'll join us to talk about everything going on at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. What's the mood? What's the temperature of the guys in the silver and black? We'll find out next. This is Unnecessary Roughness on Radio Nation Radio 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy Q. 229 is the time here on Unnecessary Roughness. Raider Nation Radio 920. Pleased to have now on the phone lines Cassie Soto from the Las Vegas Review Journal. You can find her on Twitter at underscore Cassie Soto. And Cassie, thank you so much for your time. Yesterday we weren't able to catch up with you. A lot of moving and shaking with the press conferences, but it's all good. I don't mind pushing back uh, to have you on today. And before we get into any kind of Raider talk i just want to go ahead and put this out there in the world congratulations congratulations on your halloween treat that you received you got a something most people don't get you got a ring on halloween you are now engaged congratulations yeah demon said i went trick-or-treating at the right house i think or yeah i picked the right house to go to right in the rich neighborhood Uh, in the rich neighborhood right i went to queen's ridge out in summerland um but thank you. Thank you so much. It means a lot. And uh, now you guys can all hear me stop bickering about it. So right. we're moving on to the to new thing. Now. Right, right. Well, <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a long time coming, but your, your, your man is a, is, a, is a great dude. I've met him, talked to him. I know he's a really good dude, and you guys have been together for a very long time. So genuinely, we're very happy and, and pumped up for you guys. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. And now Pops is like, thank you. Gosh, all right. (laughs) No, Pops is like, shoot, does the checkbook have to be open now, or what are we doing? Right. That's a good point. That's a good point. Well, I know Los will hold it down. just started. (laughs) That's true. That's a good point. Well, he'll hold it down. I know he will. Right now, we're talking with Cassie Soto from the Las Vegas Review-Journal here on Raider Nation Radio 920. So, now I have to transition from super happy to, well, just kind of what the climate is. And you've been at the facility the last couple of days. The Raiders have been practicing the last couple of days. What's the vibe? What are you feeling around there from all the players and coaches that you're able to interact with? Yeah, it's um, so like you said, I was here at practice yesterday. And yesterday you definitely felt 
the mood, the atmosphere, the was just, you know, like you could tell obviously all the players knew and they were all trying to process it, but at the same time get back to their first practice since the bye week and prepare for the Giants. And then today, um, I wouldn't lighthearted isn't the word, but you could tell like they were focused at the task at hand. You think maybe they had group meetings on Wednesday and were able to process it more as a team and get all the information, right? Because I think Rich Basaccia said that there was a lot of misinformation coming out on Tuesday morning. Um, so they didn't really know what to tell the team. But now um, come Wednesday and come Thursday, um, they've been able to process everything. And again, like you said, like we just did, it's a hard transition, right? To be right. go from happy to one thing and then to get serious about another thing. It's the same thing here. All these guys have said, like, we feel terrible for Henry Ruggs. Uh, that's their brother. Um, they obviously feel uh, extreme sorrow for the family of Tina Tentor, the woman who lost her life um, in this car uh, car crash. But they all have a job to do. They all have families to feed. They all have um, responsibilities to each other in this locker room. And you see that on Thursday, they're practicing hard, and uh, they, they're ready to go and uh, head east. Right, exactly, and that's what they got to do. And, and, you know, I was saying earlier, I matter of fact, I said it yesterday on the show, and I said it earlier today, I felt like, the Raiders have the right guys. I don't know what the re- the rest of the season is going to be. I really don't. But I do know that the right guys are in place. Rich Masaccia and Derek Carr, I think that's a great one-two punch for everything that they're dealing with right now. Yeah, exactly. And I think it was really telling of Rich Masaccia, and maybe this is, uh, you know, how the Raiders organization itself is handling it. But when he said in the press conference yesterday that there's Henry Ruggs, the football player, who's no longer on this team, but there's Henry Ruggs, the person, who will always be a part of this family, right? Right. And I think the the once a Raider, always a Raider, like they live by that. They obviously know Henry Ruggs has made a mistake, and he's, uh, you know, we'll see November 10th when he has his next court appearance, but sort of the repercussions he will have to face and pay for that mistake. But at the end of the day, this is a guy that they shared the locker room with, a guy that they shared the field with. Um, talking to some people here, they said, man, like, reading that news was really hard because they they know what kind of person Henry Ruggs is. And granted, the general public, again, we just see him as a football player. And and, uh, and at the end of the day, he's a father himself. Right. He and his girlfriend involved in a car accident. They have a baby to think of. I believe she's one and a half years old, their little girl. And, and it's not making any sort of excuses for them because at the end of the day, someone should have absolutely, as um, I believe it was Greg Olson said today, someone should have been an, an adult right. in that situation. It's inexcusable, but at the end of the day, Unfortunately, people make mistakes, but a woman's life was lost, mm-hmm. and, and it's still hard to process that, but they have to do their job. Yeah, no, they really do, and it is. It's very difficult to, to process and talk about it, and I'll tell you, the radio station the last couple of days, as you very well know, has been very emotional, and there's, yeah. there's been a lot of emotions uh, flowing uh, from a lot of different people, and I, and, and I can hear the emotions in your voice as well. I, I get it, man. It's, it's, it's yeah. so tough uh, to even talk about, but, you know, they, they do... As far as, you know, they got to go out there and they got to play on Sunday, which is going to be obviously something difficult to do. I know they'll do it. From what you've seen from practice, what have you been able to see as far as just like their energy, their crispiness? I mean, do you feel like they're they're at least locked in when they're on the field? Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. And um, with all the drills that they're going through, they actually pulled out, I don't know if it's on Twitter anymore, they pulled out a new drill today where they're like, they brought the defense, um, defense on the, like, toward, there's a there's a wall right. um, behind. So trying to explain this, there's a wall that like meets the training facility, kind of where the the workout area is. I'm sorry, the the weight list, the weights where the weight room is. And so they had the defensive players like hold this bag against the wall and shuffle their feet 
And then when they reach the edge of the corner, kind of like rip, you know, to the other side of the wall. So they, they're trying new things uh, today is what I said, because all the reporters are like, oh, what's going on here? Right. Like, what is this is new? What's this? So I think, you know, like you said, they they have to move on. They have to focus, again, at the task at hand, and they have to find creative ways to do that, to, to keep each other's mindset upright. They, these guys have to build each other up, and it starts with the players, and it starts with the coaches who, again, uh, all have heavy hearts, right. but they all have a job to do, and it's, it's a weird... This is my first time I ever experiencing something like this, and I got into sports because I didn't want to get into news for this right. exact reason. Right, and it's real uncomfortable when those worlds collide. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, you're and spot on. So, so on Tuesday, when I get the news, and I've got my breaking news reporters, our breaking news and crime writers, you know, emailing. I'm like, I don't. Well, well, hold on, like, I don't know what absentia means, right? Like, I don't know all the legal jargon. And because, again, that's why I got into sports, to hopefully have to avoid these things. But sometimes, unfortunately, again, they collide, and mm-hmm. we, we have to navigate these waters. Yeah. No, I mean, you're right. You're absolutely right. And I think I've only had to deal with this in a major way one time before when I was dealing with uh, Baylor and all their sexual assault stuff mm-hmm. that they had going on. And believe me, that got way uncomfortable, too. That was one of those, like, man, I really don't want to talk sports today. We're talking about, <laughs> you know, women that are going through traumatic events and everything. Right. So, yeah, it's, right. it's man, it's it's tough. And so, yeah, welcome to the world, Cassie. <laughs> yeah, man, and, you know, and it's, it's, again, it's unfortunate because it's one or two people's decisions to get into a car to drive at 156 miles an hour. Like, unless you're on a racetrack, again, that's unacceptable. That shouldn't have been happening. Mm-hmm. And we've seen, obviously, there's some videos out there that said this wasn't their first time doing this sort of um, driving, excessive driving. And it's just, again, it's it's been a real rough three days, right? You, even going back to the beginning of our conversation, I it's taken me 10 years to get engaged to you. And as soon as I get engaged, like all this terrible news happens. So it's, I want to be able to celebrate just take, making it, you know, selfishly uh, here. Like I want to celebrate like right. these ex- ex- amazing moments in life, but I have to step back because that is not the time for it. Right. Because now the, the situation, the climate has changed. And again, it goes back to these football players. They want to be, uh, you know, uh, get another win in their record and focus on, you know, the playoff aspirations. But this guy that they shared the locker room with, that Derek Carr said he walked by Henry Ruggs' locker and saw it empty, and that got him. Like, they also have to deal with that. Yeah. No, they do. They absolutely do. I think you put it perfectly. You couldn't have said it any better than you did right there. We're talking right now with Cassie Soto from the Las Vegas Review-Journal. You can find her on Twitter, at underscore Cassie Soto. Make sure if you're on Twitter, matter of fact, shoot her a congratulations. She is now engaged. She said it took 10 years. She is now engaged. We are so ex- We are so excited for you. Sometimes we exaggerate in our world a little bit. It, we celebrated our 10-year anniversary on October 23rd. And I got engaged on the 31st. <laughs> there you go. See, there you go. I mean, she really legitimately took 10 years. And I'll tell you, that's some really good patience right there. I'll tell you right there. I, I mean, I'm a patient woman. <laughs> clearly, clearly. There's people I don't know. I've known. I've had relationships that are a lot shorter. And I mean friendships, not even relationship relationships. I mean, I've cut people off after two or three years just knowing them, <laughs> let alone being with them for 10 years. So congratulations yeah. on that. That's awesome. I did want to ask you before, before we let you go, we were talking before we, we, we got you on the uh, phone, we were talking about Zay Jones and the opportunity he has now. I know Dylan Stoner was uh, put onto the 53-man roster today, and that's cool. But I, uh, I just have a feeling that Zay Jones is going to end up becoming a factor. I mean, you already see the chemistry he has with Derek Carr. 
They've all said how he's in the best shape out of everybody. He knows all the positions. Like, he knows everything, and he's been quietly, patiently waiting for his opportunity. What do you think Zay Jones is going to do? Yeah, and, like, the few times that we have seen him on the podium this year, like, what an intelligent, like, young man he is also. Like, his the way he goes about um, speaking, speaking for himself and his teammates, like, it's always just very professional, and you can tell that he takes a lot of thought in his answer. So if he's taking that much thought into speaking to us, like how much thought is he putting into to playing on the field and reading uh, his playbook and, again, building that um, relationship with Derek Carr. And Derek Carr, again, you say, uh, has talked very highly of him. And, yeah, seeing him at practice, like I, I, I kept an eye on him and Hunter Renfro yesterday. And you could see, like, they were the ones um, leading the, the wide receivers huddle. They were, you know, I'm sure they're going to be the guys um, that have to lift up the other guys and some of the younger guys on offense especially. And, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a huge opportunity for Zay Jones and sort of falling back to Rich Versace when he was uh, made head coach. Like, this is obviously isn't the situation which you want to be handed the starting role or be that next man up. But, again, they have to do it, and somebody has to do it, and why not have it be Zay Jones? Right, no, no doubt about it. And, Cassie, we got my man DeMond. He wanted to ask you a question as well. Go ahead, DeMond. All right, the biggest news, Javen White returned to practice. How do you look? <laughs> he was like, I thought, I was like, is that, that's, that's a 53 right there. Hold on, let me zoom in. He looked good. Um, it was, I, I, somebody had asked, it's the, he was coming off of the knee, right? I had to go back yep, and look up yep. the injury. Yeah, so we actually saw him, I think, like three weeks ago training um, on the far field, but because he was rehabbing, I couldn't post anything there. So to see him now back um, in a Raiders helmet and, again, represented for, for us UNLV folks out there, it's definitely a, a sight to see. And, yeah, he looked good. Uh, he looked real good. So it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, sign of the practice squad made official, I think, like an hour or so ago. Um, but hopefully he earns his reps. There you go. There you go. You feel better now, Devon? Oh, yeah. I saw that video yeah. and I was hyped up. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. We're all, we're all rooting for Javon White. One of us make it. We all make it. Uh, there you go. I heard that. <laughs> hey. I honestly, heard that. Because when, when his name pops up, Jamin White, University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Hey, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> we love to see it. We love to see it. I'm so glad Cassie's engaged now. <laughs> I don't know. Why? What did I, do? I don't know if you can get back into the into the uh, into the the free world with that kind of cheerleading that you just had right there. I don't know. That wasn't that wasn't <laughs> it right there. She said, hey. <laughs> Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, it was how she said that. It was how she said that. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's the I've been in a relationship 10 years, and, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and shut it on down. We about to get married. It's all good. <laughs> I wouldn't even know how to date. I'd be, like, the most awkward person. Right. Glad this is happening. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. Like I said, Cassie, we're, we're so happy, and we're so pumped up and fired up for you. So uh, that's awesome. What you got coming out of the Review Journal? I know you guys are busy with podcasts and yeah. all kind of stuff going on. What you got going out there? Yeah, we have our Vegas Nation Blitz episode that dropped yesterday evening. So you can go ahead and take a look at that. There's still some timely content there. And then we are um, going to be ready to get our Friday episode of Vegas Nation Game Day out. And that drops at 7.30 p.m. on Friday. You can also keep an eye out for that. And then if there's any Raider, Raider Nation listening that's uh, in the wedding industry, I'm going to start planning. So let me know, photographers, video, like, let me know what you got. I mean, I got an iPhone 13. I can take some pictures <laughs> if you need. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm, I've been waiting this long. I need the drone. I need everything. Like oh, I need the there you go. Yeah. The dress, every so, 
If it's for free, it's for me. Or if it's discounted, it's also for me. So let me know. Okay. Hey, we're going to make that happen for you, Cassie. We're going to make that happen for you. We appreciate you as always. Make sure you tell the family we said hello, man. We got nothing but love for you guys. So uh, thank you so much. We appreciate you. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. All right. There she goes. Cassie Soto. Good people right there. Uh, her and the whole family, man, really, uh, from Pops, Moms. Uh, her uncle, I met her uncle last week and everything. I mean, those are some good folks right there. So it's always cool to be able to have uh, Cassie on the show and just be able to talk and chop it up. And uh, lots of good stuff to unpack there. And uh, I guess for DeMond, the most important thing was that Javen White was out there looking good. We we all making it, man. We, I heard that. Go ahead. Like, unlike you, you don't want to see other people eat. No, nah, hey, man. <laughs> Everyone can eat after I eat. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look, man, a slow a slow man don't get fed, man. You gotta hey, look, look, man. The problem is now, nowadays, folks don't even want to eat. Oh no. <laughs> don't get me wrong, don't get it twisted. Folks don't want to eat. How many you can ride up and down Flamingo right now, and I can count about five hundred uh now hiring signs. You know why they're now hiring? Because nobody wanna work. Don't get me on that soapbox. Don't get me going. Everyone's sitting at the house chilling. I, I think just... it's time for your nap, grandpa. <laughs> 244 is the time. When we come back, I'll hit the Salmon Ash text line. Got a bunch of, of feedback on that. 30 for 30. If you could title this Raiders season, 2021, I know it's only seven games in the book and some change, but if you could title this Raiders season, give it a 30 for 30 style tile, what would it be? Let me know about it. 69187, keyword R&R, 702-365-9200. This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Give me your best. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Hall of Famer Marcus Allen, and you're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920. <laughs> hey, Raider, hey Raider Nation, this is Marcus Allen. You listen to Radio Station 920. Say Raider Nation Radio 920. Raider Nation Radio Station 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy Q. Coming up at 3 o'clock, Pat Leonard, New York Daily News. Give us all things G-Man. Let us know what's going on with the New York football giants. They're hurting in a weird way. Got a lot of COVID issues that they're dealing with, but not even positives. They're dealing with a lot of false positives. They might not have a running back. I mean, well, and he's dealing with injury and false positives. You know, he's got that big ankle injury as yes, well. Yes, but it was the running back coach who was the, right. who was the actual positive. Yeah, Running exactly. back coach, some of the other running backs, you know, all in this false positive chain. Right, exactly. And those false positives, man, those those things happen. They happen a lot, and so uh, that that team is is dealing with some things. They got all kind of different. Well, Pat will tell us. I mean, there's a lot of details that I've been reading, but he'll give us a skinny on everything that's going down. He'll do that at three o'clock. Right now, we want to hear from you, Raider Nation. Seven zero two three six five ninety two ninety two hundred. Excuse me. Six nine one eight seven. Keyword R and R. Looking for thirty for thirty titles. What would you name this Raiders season? Of course, it's it's hard to do this because it's only seven games in the book, but. Everything we've seen so far, we, we we think we have a pretty good idea of, you know, some some good ideas or some good titles. Raider Richie from Arizona texted us in and said, the unsinkable ship. I like that one. I really like that one a lot. I think that one's great. That was Raider Richie in Arizona. Also, uh, Sir Whiskey Ray said the 30 for 30 would be the Raiders. We live as one. The meaning is simple. We love, we cry, we lose, we win, and we come together as one. I like that. I like that a lot. 702-365-9200. Let's go out to the phone lines and talk to our guy from right here in Vegas, Raider Reggie. What's on your mind, Raider Reg? What's going on, Q? My boy, Demond, you and LV stand up, running Rebels. That's right. <laughs> talk that <laughs> Just talk. Just had to lay that down. I don't think I ever told y'all that I'm a running Rebel uh, 
alumnus. But anywho, there you go. Check it, check it out. So at first, automatically, I thought um, just win, baby. That's just that's automatic, right? Right. Then this whole season, I've been calling it the next man up season. But then after listening to Cassie talk, listening to you guys go back and forth, I was like, you know what? A lot of what we're going to actually become is going to happen after this bye. So they went through the bye week. We went through all that junk we went through with uh, Gruden. Now we're going through what happened to Ruggs. It was all after the bye. So I'm thinking coming off the bye. Oh. Everything we become is it's it's telling us now, like, even with our guy, Jamin White, if he want to step up, it's going to happen after the bye. Yes. If my boy, if my boy uh, Zay Jones want to do his thing, it's going to happen after the bye. So <laughs> I was like, coming off the bye. Right. Let's go, 30 for 30. I... But, hey, on the, on the up and up, I was wondering about this. Like, I know you're going to get the information from your next, your next guest, but how likely is it that these COVID false positives are they going to affect the actual team being able to play? That that's pretty crazy, right there. Right. And then on top of that, what's going on with your boy Aaron Rodgers and his immunization thing? That's right. <laughs> what they did to the Raiders last year. And how they treat us all the time, it might not be a conspiracy, but it's obvious. The NFL, if we have any type of problem, they're going to shut us down. Somebody else like Aaron Rodgers, uh, the Patriots, anybody like that, they get a pass. What's up with that? Well, Raider th- Nation, stand up. Thank, thank you for the call, Raider Reggie. I appreciate you. And, you know, I, I like that title, man. I love that title. That was great. That was great. After the bye. I think we just call it after the bye. Because you know in the 30 for 30, they're like, what if I told you? I'm surprised that you just wanted to do it. After the bye, <laughs> Zay Jones became a 1,000-yard receiver, seven touchdowns, and leading the Las Vegas Raiders deep into the playoffs. What if I told you Derek Carr in year eight in the NFL, scrutinized by many, became the league MVP after the bye? Coming up next. You know what I mean? Like, I can, I can feel it. I can feel it. I've never been so close to this microphone ever. <laughs> I can feel it. I know someone else who can feel it right here in Vegas, our guy Booker. Booker, what's on your mind? Welcome to the show. Got a title for you. I have a title for you. Okay. The Silver Lining in the Black Hole. Ooh, okay, okay. We got a winner. We got a winner. Okay, I see you, Booker. I like that. I like that, man. That's a good one, too. Good stuff. All right, brother. I was just checking in. Thank you so much for doing what you do, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was awesome. That was great. The silver lining in the black hole. What if I told you? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. I'm not even going to go there. Right now, somewhere, my mom's like, oh, Damon, turn his mic off. Don't let you him. know what we got a good um we got one a good one on from the nap god on Twitter. Okay. The Dark Side of the Moon. The Dark Side of the Moon? The album. Yeah. You know, never mind. What 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 I mean, explain it. Pink Floyd, the album. Oh, yeah, I, my bad. Okay. Who doesn't know music now? I don't I didn't I didn't I didn't <laughs> I didn't put those together. I didn't. I will give you that. I don't mind that. Who we got up next? 
We've got um, John and Henderson, but he wants to go by a name, the Raider Convert. Well, why'd you can... tell him that instead of calling him John and Henderson? Well, you know, I wanted to give him the props. He, he's a local guy. Okay. But he was like, hey, let's come up with a name for me. Okay, what's his name? The Raider Convert. The Raider Convert. Oh, this is my guy. This is my guy. He used to be a Steeler fan. Okay, Raider Convert. What's on your mind, my man? Shoot, that's me, man. <laughs> what's up, hey, brother? Uh, hey, uh, I remember when uh, there was discussions of the Raiders coming here, and there was a bunch of talk on talk radio about... Oh, the criminal element. Raider Nation's a bunch of thugs and criminals and the black hole, yada, yada, yada. Holy cow. I listened to your show yesterday. We're just a bunch of cupcakes, man. We're a bunch of softies with big hearts. I loved it yesterday. You did an awesome job. Thank you. It was absolutely phenomenal. And I got to tell you, man, I, I was the, I was one of those guys. Yeah, Derek Carr, yeah, he's good. You know, uh, you know, he's, he's but, man, he was such a class act yesterday. If you don't like Derek Carr after yesterday, I don't want to know you, man. What a class act he was yesterday. And, and you and the station and the show, just phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, great call. What are we going to call him? Raider Convert? That's what we're calling him, DeMond? Yeah, he's converting over. No, that's all good. That's all good. That's that's my guy. I'm not mad at him at all, man. I definitely appreciate that. So, uh, good stuff. And, uh, yeah, man, I mean, you know, every time – I think about these shows and we think about everything that's going on. We always try to tie everything together. And sometimes it's, it's, it's cute and it's catchy and it all works. And sometimes you just don't know. So when we took the airwaves yesterday, I had, I had a thought and a direction. But sometimes you just got to gotta roll with things. You know, you just got to go the way, it, the, way, the way it takes you, the way the tide takes you. And that, that yesterday, uh, like you said, man, we were all a bunch of soft cupcakes. And, and I'm okay with that. I'll, I'll, I'll wear that on my chest like you would. And, and it's all good, man. And. Yeah, we all we all are very uh, much a, a, an emotional bunch, and, and that's okay. That's that's a lot of fun. So thank you so much for that call, my man. Appreciate you tuning into the station when you do, and however long you do, I appreciate that. Two fifty seven is the time. When we come back, we're already kicking off hour number two of the show. Pat Leonard, New York Daily News. He's going to join us right now or next to talk all things G Men. This is unnecessary roughness on Radio Nation Radio nine twenty.